This episode is brought to you by Spotify Green Room. Download the Spotify Green Room app and find one of our locked on rooms. You are locked on MLB. Your daily MLB podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hello, baseball fans. Welcome to Locked On MLB, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. This is the daily podcast. We talk about all the Major League Baseball. I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. As you can see from the caption here, feel free to call me Sully. This show is being dropped on the final day of August 2021. And if your team is still in contention today, congratulations. You officially have had a nice summer. This show is available on the free and easy-to-use Odyssey app, and we're also available wherever you get your podcasts. If you have a smart device, be sure to tell it to play podcast Lockdown MLB, or check out some of the other great shows on the Lockdown Podcast Network, including Lockdown Fantasy Baseball with Scott Cullen or Lockdown A's with Jason Burke. Funny, I should mention that. If you want to follow us on Twitter, you can follow us at Lockdown MLB Pod. Same handle for Instagram. You want to follow me? I'm your pal Sully on Twitter. I'm at Sully Baseball on Twitter. Sully Baseball Podcast on Instagram. Well, this is being dropped on the final day of August 2021. We're actually recording this a couple of days beforehand because I wanted to get the fresh, raw thoughts of the host of Locked On A's, which would be Jason Burke. And he is giggling right now because this is take three because of some technical problems. Take three. With Jason Burke. In fact, that's going to be what I'm going to name this episode. It's going to be Third Times a Charm with Jason Burke, host of Lockdown A's. How you doing, buddy? It, uh, uh, I'm fine. How are you? Hey, don't, don't, don't tempt, <laughs> don't tempt the great. gods. Don't tempt the Zoom gods. I'm doing great, Sully. Thank you for having me, man. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Just uh, oh, you froze there. You froze there. There you ah, go. There oh, no. You're, you're, no, you're back. You're back. Yeah, we have see. We have to keep moving. We have to, you know, you're to to honor our Silicon Valley hockey team. We have to be sharks. We have to be sharks (laughs) because we're constantly moving. Or else we die. I have to say that that just totally tangential. It's not locked on sharks, but I adopted the sharks for the little bit of time I followed the NHL. I confess, I'm not a big NHL fan anymore. I like watching hockey. I just don't have the bandwidth to have another sport to follow for a period of time. I really, when they had like Timu Solani and they had, uh, mm-hmm. um, you know, they had, uh, uh, you know, uh, Thornton, they had a bunch of great players that were really fun to watch on that team. Uh, Richie was on that team. And uh, I had a lot of fun following that team. They got to the, uh, they got, I believe they got to the Western Conference semifinals and they got, and then they lost and they, a couple of t- times there. And I mean, it was very good time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, this was, this was the early two thousands. This was the early gotcha, 2000s. Gotcha, gotcha. And it was always, and I was living in New York. It was always very confusing to people because I was rooting for the Red Sox as a diehard, you know, native New Englander. And I might always love the Celtics. And as oh, you're a big Bruins fan. I said, no sharks. Um, <laughs> but I was living in the Bay area when the sharks were formed. And I figured I've never rooted for a team from their, the advent of their expansion so i thought that'd be an interesting thing this is a little sideline but i figured I'd talk about it with you i don't know if you follow the sharks at all a lot or anything i i did for a long time and then um you know being an a's fan and following the a's consistently 
uh, I could not do both teams because they would make it to the playoffs and then break your heart in like oh, the yeah. worst way possible. Oh, and I just, I need, I, I need that time off throughout the year to, you know, recuperate and go full bore into one. I can't do it year round. It's fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> I have to say, I, when I worked in the tech world uh, for a period of time, the sharks were always popular in the tech world because they were the closest team in terms of the Silicon Valley. It was sort of like they were in San Jose and all of us who had these, whether we were at Cisco or HP or all these companies that were close by, it, for whatever reason, that was a, you know, it was always a big thing. You know, sharks were a big, big draw. Anyway, this is totally tangential here. If this is what happens <laughs> when you get Jason Burke on here. We wind up talking sharks. Yeah, uh, what kind? What kind of shack? Tiger shark. <laughs> That's right. I'm quoting Jaws all day. Hey, speaking of Jaws, um, the A's won. There's no segment segue right there. The A's were about they snatched it from the jaws of defeat. Now you're talking. Not, right, you... I mean, it was tied, but you know, whatever. It's it's close. <laughs> well, look at you. Could not enter this series colder than the A's were, hmm. and the Yankees were playing at a pace that we hadn't seen since Roger Maris and Mickey Mantle were there. And, you know, quite frankly, uh, this looked like, it looked like either the law of averages were going to catch up and the A's were going to win and the Yankees were going to lose, or it was going to be a disaster. And I'm not going to lie to you, after the first game, I thought this could be a complete disaster. You know, it just did not look like, the first two games was like, oh God, this this team just does is not going to pull it off. But, hey, they uh, split the series. And tell us what you think about the Sunday night game and what you thought about walking away with a split. Going into the series, I was like, if they split, then they're treading water. You know, we'll see what happens, I guess, because they're not really making any headway, but they're not necessarily going to be losing ground, depending on what happens around the league. You want three out of four or to sweep the series. And after Thursday, that was not going to happen. Uh, they lost that one, much like they lost all of the other games in the week previous in heartbreaking fashion in the ninth inning. It was not a lot of fun. But then they, they lose Fridays. And then the Saturday and Sunday matchups, you got Frankie Montas, who went seven innings, gave up two hits. He's had two very, very strong consecutive starts against the San Francisco Giants, the best team in baseball, and the New York Yankees, who had their first 13-game winning streak since the 60s. Uh, yeah, he shut both of those teams down, went seven innings in both, gave up two hits in each. He's been absolutely amazing. And so then you go to Paul Blackburn hoping for a series split. Who's Paul Blackburn? He hasn't <clears throat> been great in his time with the A's. And all of a sudden, you're like, hey, Paul Blackburn, he's a different cat right now. He's got a two, what did I write down? 281 ERA against the White Sox who are one of the better teams in baseball, one yep. of the favorites to win the American League, and then also the Seattle Mariners, who are right on the A's heels and a, a playoff contender of their own right. And then the Yankees, who again, are really hot right now. He shut down the Yankees. He's been fairly good. He's been improving in each start. So can they do it? I don't know. Are they going to be getting Chris Bassett back? I don't know, but something what we'll see i'm encouraged because we just had that big win on uh on espn and that's not usually what happens uh the last week or you know month and a half uh whenever the a's are in a close game like this they lose they just straight up lose they don't come through in those big situations like we saw all night on sunday but then <laughs> then they did tony kemp yeah. big yeah. two run home run so we'll, we'll see if that's a game changer but uh and we'll, we'll kemp is, you know here's here's how you know who has been really good in a series is you see what opposing 
fans write on Twitter. And the great Stacey Gatsoulis, the host of Lockdown Yankees, wrote something to the degree of this Tony Kemp is a real pain in the ass. <laughs> yes. And so he kept coming up big, whether it was some great defensive plays mm-hmm. or some big hits and ultimately getting the big home run on the Sunday night game. It's funny. Uh, this is not a reflection necessarily on the announcers or anything on ESPN. I can't remember the last time I watched a Sunday night baseball game, but I always listen to a Sunday night baseball game. And I, I, and this is, I guess, a personal thing for me. This may be a residue of the truncated season because last year I couldn't watch. I couldn't watch with the empty stadiums and the cardboard fans, but I could listen to the games. When I listened to the games, I imagined the games in my head. And with those 60 games in the postseason, I've really loved listening as opposed to watching. And so tonight, I listened to the A's and the Yankees. I listened to Ken Korak and everybody call the game. And it was really, it's just, it's, it was wonderful. And, and was, it was, a, it was the two victories were dramatic. And I think more dramatic than, than I anticipated. Uh, the A's seemed pretty much in control of both games. And yet it was nail-biting time right to the end. Yeah, the, the game on Sunday, you're like, okay, well, they, they got the little flare pop-up. Uh, against uh, Anthony Rizzo there, and it just pops out of Jan Gomes' gloves. He just he just wasn't paying attention. Dropped mm-hmm. it. You're like, well, well, they're about to they're about to tie the game right now because that's how the A season has been going all year. They make a mistake, the other team capitalizes no matter what. And then uh, you know Anthony Rizzo hit one to Matt Chapman, who they were giving glowing reviews to on ESPN the entire night about how how good his defense is, and he, his defense is really really good but it went right through the five hole, right through his legs. And uh, that tied the game. And you're like, yeah, I guess uh, we'll see who crushes the A's souls in this game. But it did not happen. Super excited. And uh, the A's used their third different closer in three save opportunities. So is Andrew Chafin the closer now? I have no idea. Is, is it because Sergio Romo didn't do well on Saturday? He gave up that two-run homer to Aaron Judge. Uh, is that the case? I don't know. Are they just removed from Lou Trevino? There's a lot of questions, but this yeah. team has some pieces. I talked about that on the, the Sunday podcast, that the fact that Sergio Romo got credited with a save just shows <laughs> you how worthless the save stat is. If he pitched like that every game, he would have an 18 ERA, okay? Mm-hmm. And yet that was a positive game for him because <laughs> he only let up a two-run home run that inning. Uh, I when, when Judge hit that two-run home run, on this was it the Saturday afternoon game? Mm-hmm. Uh, I was just like, well, there's no way the Yankees are going to lose this game. It just seems like that was the way it has gone. And actually, your it, friend Stacy Gatsoulis was like, "Calm down, you guys still got this." And I was like, "Oh, that that actually made me feel better because she's watched enough Yankees games to know, no, no, they're they're just flirting with us. They're they're not going to do it. It's fine." <laughs> so, well, so that was nice. yeah. Well, you know, there's there's also. Uh, you know, I adore Stacey Gutsuis. There's a a real, real chance that Stacey Gutsuis was trying to prevent <laughs> herself from feeling pain by acting like, no, 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 uh, we're going to be awful. We're going to be bad and this, that, and the other thing. But, you know, this is the sort of thing, you know, you and I talk about sports all the time, and I've been mm-hmm. in your Spotify green room. Yes. And, it was and fantastic I know, conversation. Yeah. And let me tell you something. This, this episode is brought to you in part by green room it's the first social audio made 
platform. It's for sports fans. The app is free to download. And once you're in, you can talk to people like Jason Burke or Stacey Gotsoulias or other fans, athletes, and insiders about your favorite team or your favorite sport. Where, where, where do they follow you for the Green Room? Green Room is at by Jason B. Same thing as on Twitter. Yeah, and, and, I've, and I've hopped on your rooms. It's a lot of fun. And let me tell you something. It's a great place. You want to talk about the league. You want to have debates, post-game breakdowns, predictions, a little bit of trash talk, and, you know, a lot of good fun, you know, poking fun at people. And, and you know, it's, it's, it's kind of what it's like if you're in a bar or you're hanging out with your friends talking about sports. And you have a chance to talk with everyone, and it's really terrific. Now, let me just tell you something. Here's what you need to do, all right? You got to go download the free Green Room app. It's available on all your iOS devices. Be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter, join the MLB group for the latest league updates. You got There's a ton of rooms, great rooms for your favorite teams, leagues. I bet there's even a San Jose Sharks in there. Now, I want you to join the app, and once you're in, download it. And you have a ton of fun. Download the Green Room app today. Green Room is changing the way that we talk about sports. And I'll tell you, another thing is changing the way that we're going to consume all the things we use with our eyeballs. And that's going to be direct TV stream. Does this sound familiar? We got one device. This sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows. You're watching sports highlights on your phone. You've got your neighbor's best friends log in for the good stuff. I want to tell you, there's a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called DirecTV Stream, and it brings all your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, so you can watch your favorite movies and sports all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes, no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part, there's no annual contract, so get rid of the clutter and the confusion. Get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. I want to talk to you quickly, and we're with Jason Burke. For those of you who's keeping score at home, Jason Burke is the host of Lockdown Athletics. Follow the show at Lockdown A. Is where they follow you on Twitter. What's your Twitter handle? Uh, by Jason B. Same right. as in Green Room. All right, cool. Okay, if you were listening, if you were paying attention to the green room spot that we just did the live read there, then lo and behold, there you go. Now I got to tell you something, and this is something I was really thinking about uh, during the game, more so in the game on Saturday, when the A's finally broke the uh, the winning streak by the New York Yankees, and that is the A's are part of this American League, which has been absolutely impossible to nail down all season. Mm -hmm. And I've been saying this all year and I've been right (laughs) that there is no runaway favorite in the American league. There is no one team that you look at that this team's heads and shoulders above everybody else. Every single team that has a legitimate shot to get into the postseason could get eliminated and swept in the division series or could find themselves in the World Series. It's just about who happens to have those two weeks that are hot. And the the thing that you've seen with each one of these teams, every time you think a team is clicking and everything's working and firing on all cylinders, they go on a slump. And every time you think this team is falling apart, they're a disaster, they go on a winning streak. 
and the ebbs and flows and the tides of this year have been insane. None have been more whiplash inducing than what happened with the Yankees, who went from being 500 on the July 4th and going on this massive run. But you take a look at the A's, who started the year as horrifically as you possibly can by you know going what they started the season one and seven and looking horrible. And then they went on like a, a, a was a 12 game winning streak or something insane. Uh, they a were, 13 game win streak, Alex. Yes. 13. Okay, fine. I'm, <laughs> I, I, and, and so they went from looking like, Oh my God, are these minor leaguers to, Oh my God, uh, we're, let's forget the Scott Hatterberg home run. And <laughs> This whole year, they've been, oh, the A's are falling apart. Oh, the A's won five in a row. Oh, the A's are falling apart. Oh, the A's won five in a row. And just in August, just in freaking August, they went on a, was it a seven or eight game winning streak? Uh, I think it was six or seven. I, I don't some, actually, whatever. It, it feels like forever ago. <laughs> right. But it was up until August 12th. It was just two weeks ago that they were on a rampage and pulled to within a game and a half of the Houston Astros mm -hmm. and they looked up and said we're going to they're going to play Texas this is this is going to be a walk in the park and they kept loot the games they kept losing especially the games against San Francisco and against Seattle they weren't getting blown out of the dump they kept losing these one run games and a bloop here and a bloop there were not going their way and so you're like, oh, my God. I mean, those games, those the brutal losses they had, the last two games against the Giants and the, the sweep, I guess two-game sweep by Seattle. But still, those are razor-thin games where they had leads late. And you look up to so the A's lost again. So it wasn't like they were having the doors blown off the dump, but they kept none of their luck was coming through. And a couple of weeks before when they had back-to-back walk-off wins and they had some blowout wins, but they had more extra inning wins against Cleveland, against San Diego, against Texas. And it was like, so a lot of it is the fortune fell on them for a little bit and then it was bad. This has been the American League all year. Mm -hmm. And the A's are the poster children for that which means they're either going to miss the playoffs or they're going to go to the World Series for the first time since 1990. I don't think there's a middle ground. There, there is zero middle ground. Um, and that's the thing is you, you mentioned all these heartbreaking losses. They're playing with good teams, but they're not mm -hmm. getting that big hit. They, they completely outplayed the San Francisco Giants yes. in Oakland just last weekend. Yes. They should have swept that series. They lost two out of three. They, they outscored them for the series, too, because everything was so close. Uh, the One of the Seattle games, I think they lost 5-1 to one on Tuesday. But the other one, another heartbreaking. Not no, no, it was they were five home, to, but... no, no, the, I watched the game that the, the one of them was a 2-1 to one game. And the other was they they had the they blew the lead in the ninth inning. Was it? I'm going to have I'll to let, double check this now. Let's go to baseball restaurant. Yeah, they, 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 the Mariners scored three runs in the ninth. Yeah, no, I think that was the Monday game. And then on Tuesday, they did do, 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 uh, Tuesday 5 1. Tuesday 5 1? Tuesday 5 1. Yeah, that one, they weren't really close. That was just a regular loss. And so that oh, was nice oh, to get back okay. to just regular. Okay. You know, I forgot. Okay. I, you're right. I was, I conflated the two games. I forget. But, no, even, but, but, but here's the deal, though. That, yeah. that was a 5 1 loss, but it was 3 1 going into the eighth. Mm -hmm. So it, did, it was not like. You know, they, the Mariners pulled away a little bit towards the end, but the yeah. A's blew 
a bunch of chances in that game. Look, I don't mean to yeah. be pouring salt on the wound here, I mean. but but I guess what I'm saying is is that this whole year has been uh, massive losing streak, massive winning streak, massive losing streak, massive winning streak, and this is one of the reasons why. Uh, look, at I'm not going to claim to be wearing the green and gold and and being one of those people banging the drum and and you know waving the banners that have some sort of weird. Uh, very specific, like Chad Pinder Winder or something. <laughs> you know, like these people are the the specific player flags yeah. that they had. But I think the A's are going to go on a winning streak, and especially when you look up and they're and today they're going to start a series with Detroit. Detroit, yeah. I, Detroit. But Detroit's been really good. I they're not a gimme team like they have been the last couple of years. They're they're mm-hmm. a solid bunch of dudes, but. Their offense, can they hang? If the A's can scratch out five runs, I think that they win. Or maybe even four runs. Um, so we'll see how this series goes. I haven't you know, dug real deep into these numbers yet and how to attack each of these pitchers. But, I mean, we'll see. They, they got to go four and two, five and one this week against both Detroit on the road and then Toronto. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's I a mean, big, big week. You're right. Detroit, we got to give Detroit its, its due. I mean, first of all, I've been saying a lot. And Jeff Carr and I talked about this the other day, you know, you can't say, Oh, this is a bad team. So this is automatically going to be mm-hmm. a bunch of wins. I mean, just look at how the Philadelphia Phillies season has been torpedoed by the Arizona diamondbacks recently. <laughs> so, uh, and, and Detroit, and this is a sign that maybe it wasn't all trash cans with AJ Hinch that the Detroit is developing a nice pitching staff. Detroit yeah. is developing a team that I think is maybe a year or so away. I don't think they have the offense yet, but they have more than more than one arm. They have a couple of arms that I think are, hmm, that's an intriguing person on the team. Mm-hmm. And I I think they're more of like an 85 loss team as opposed to a hundred loss team. Yes. And I, I They've think they've got they're, money though. They can they can real mm-hmm. quickly turn it around. Right, but I think that they can really quickly turn it around if they have the foundation. If they built up a, yes. like a nice foundation of two or three good pitchers in their staff, a couple of decent bats, then they can go spend money, uh, you know, to to fill in the cracks. But I think that especially in a division, you, you know, I think the White Sox are going to be good for the next few years, but they may not be a juggernaut. Uh, Cleveland's pitching is phenomenal; they can't hit. Uh, Minnesota and Kansas City are both reclamation projects right now. There's room for a Detroit to advance mm-hmm. in the American League Central, especially yeah. if they de- keep developing their pitchers and some of the high draft picks they got uh, could could gel. And a team like that who wants to prove themselves, and Detroit's, of course, been a nemesis of the A's in the postseason in the 2010s uh, and for, I guess, 2006 as well, for that matter. But I'm sorry, I keep bringing it all up. Why do I keep coming on these shows? <laughs> They had me on locked on today. They're like, "Hey, the A's and Yankees are playing. You you want to you want to talk about whatever happens on the game?" I'm like, "Oh, they're going to lose. Great. I I know this now." Yeah, show the, I keep doing? show Jeter in the flip, <laughs> show Jeter in the flip. Um but uh, you know, I think that the A's are one of these American League teams that could get hot at the right time. And but uh, you can't look at a team like the Tigers or the Blue Jays, for that matter. Yeah. Blue Jays, who just a few weeks ago, I looked at them as the wildcard contender that nobody wanted to face. Mm-hmm. Because if they got into the playoffs, 
God help you, but they've looked bad recently. Yeah. And, but that would worry me a little, it's sort of like, would they be a little bit on the upswing? So we, you have six games between Detroit and uh, Toronto all on the road before the big three game series with the Tony La Russa homecoming and the Chicago White Sox. Yeah. Uh, what do you want? I mean, I know you want six and zero. Yes. But short of that, what do you want in these um, these two series? Five and one. Uh, I'm at four and two. I think that we can live with moving forward and establish, you know, win two out of three in both series. Uh, five and one would be great. Um, it, it's can the A's score enough runs against the Detroit pitching, which has been fairly good. Um, and their bullpen's not great. So maybe you got to attack the bullpen a little bit more. And then against uh, Toronto, can they keep up with that offense? Because they've got some bats, but their pitching it's a little bit behind where the A's are. And I'm going to have to look at, you know, the starting pitchers for both of these series coming up. But, um, and as you're hearing this, it's Tuesday, but uh, I'm recording this on Sunday. So <laughs> it's not <laughs> as close for me as it is for you. Um, so, yeah, I think that they got to go, they, they have to, they have to have a winning week. That's where we start. And then you start the, the, the rest of the win streak from there. Um, yeah. It's, it's going to be tough but they can do it. And you keep saying how you can't really, you know, count out any team like the, the Diamondbacks ended the Philly season. The Texas Rangers have been a thorn in the A's side this season. Mike Fultinevich, AL Cy Young contender, as far as I'm concerned, he has been absolutely amazing because he figured out how to beat the A's because the A's only hit solo home runs. Uh, they mentioned that on the ESPN broadcast. It's been a big talking point here in Oakland. Um, he, he gives up home runs but the A's only hit solo home runs. So he'll give up three homers, but he only gives up three runs in seven innings. And all of a sudden, eh, that's a good start for Mike Fultonevich. And then the A's don't score any other runs. So um, it, it's just a matter of, they got to get home runs with guys on, on base. They got to get hits with runners in the scoring position more than zero a game, I think is uh, kind of the, the sticking point right now. Uh, and then maybe you see some more wins and they they could be a dangerous team if you know if Bassett is healthy and you got him and Montas, and maybe if Manaya returns to form, you got a pretty solid starting three in your rotation. Is their bullpen as shut down as you know the White Sox? Not necessarily, but they've got some guys that can get it done. The offense is the key right now for me, and that you got to get going against Detroit and Toronto and see if you can roll that the rest of the way. I think. Well, you know, if they need a little boost of energy, is what they need. Ooh. You know, they need a little, little bit of a, a, a little bit of a push. And you, know what I'm going to recommend they do? I What's recommend that? they get themselves a Built Bar. Built Ooh. Bars are the best tasting protein bars out there. Do you know what's your favorite Built Bar flavor? Cherry Barcia. It's amazing. Okay, Cherry Barcia. Okay, it's also the coconut, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, German chocolate. My personal favorite one, raspberry. Love the raspberry Ooh, one. It's really okay. good. If you haven't tried all the flavors, what you should do, you should get a mixed box. That's where you get two of each of those nine flavors. Okay? And not only are they great tasting, they're healthy too. They get 17, 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180, four or five grams of sugar, four or five grams of net carb. Amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. Order today, get the grasshopper cookie or raspberry, whatever you want. Built Bar is the official bar of the U.S. track and field team. That's pretty cool, isn't it? Offer. Go to built.com and use promo code LOCK15. Get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at built.com. 
Hey everyone, it's your pal Sully, and I'm still here with oh, where's the caption? There it is, Jason Burke. That's me, boom, boom, Jason Burke of Lockdown <laughs> A's. Why does it say host of A's? Host of the, A's. Host of A's. <laughs> I, up, I made a mistake on the caption there. Do you know what? Fine. Excellent branding, Sully. Oh, look at that. Yeah, that's right. Only the best. Only the best. Hey, that's me. Oh, that's fancy. I want one of those. There you go. I get my fancy Sully on there. Get my fancy Sully. Hey, um, Jason Burke. Oh, of, that way. That way. Oh, oh, the camera's over here. My eyes are here. I was my looking at where you were on my screen. Uh, I need to get better at this. I like to think you have a whole wraparound screen like Minority Report. You're just kind of like, you're doing that around Oh, there. that would make this so much easier. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Dude, Locked On Minority Report? Yes. You wouldn't love that? I'd be all over that. I almost said a bad word. I almost said a bad word. Hey, uh, speaking of bad words, uh, the Oakland's bullpen. Um, yeah. The Trevino, is he... I mean, what's going on? I mean, uh, Yuzmero Petit is on pace to have 180 appearances this year out of 162 games. And he's quite, you know, he gives him an inning and an appearance. Um, You had mentioned your thoughts about the bullpen. Uh, I really think the A's should start handling their bullpen the way Tampa Bay does, which is to completely ignore the save statistic Mm -hmm. and just bring whoever happens to be the best one to go in. If it's Chafin, it's Chafin. If Petit's the best person to bring in, fine. There is no lockdown closure. It drives me bananas when a team manages as if they had a lockdown closer. And uh, if you don't have one, don't manage like you have one. And, you know, there, there are years like, you know, specific, obviously Eckersley in his prime and Rivera and Billy Wagner and or individual years like the year Brad Lidge was so dominant or Koji Uehara was so dominant or Brian Wilson was so dominant. You know, if you have years, of, if you ride a hand like that, that's one thing. But if you don't have that, why are you going to hand the ball to someone as if it's automatic? Just use the best matchup. Because wouldn't that, in the end, get you the same result or maybe even a better result than if you handed some sort this is our anointed closer? I mean, you just mentioned Eckersley and Rivera, who have two very memorable walk-offs against them in the World Series. Yeah. So even the best of the best do not do it. And, I mean, it would be the way to do it, but I don't know that the A's necessarily have even the Rays bullpen. They have some solid guys, but Trino... I know that he struggled on his last three outings. He's gotten three losses in his last three outings. And if he doesn't do that, there was a point in time earlier in the week, uh, last like a week ago, as you're listening to this, where the A's could have been in first place in the AL West if he had just locked down three saves. He didn't do it. Well, mm-hmm. him and I guess Puck at at uh, on Sunday as well. But right, regardless, he's been good for the most part. He's struggling right now. Do you make that switch? Maybe. Because you need these wins now. I know that he's been good all season. And without him, after uh, Trevor Rosenthal went down, without him performing like he has this season, if he is any other year, Lou Trevino, except for his rookie year, uh, they are not where they are currently. So how much leash do you give somebody who's kept you in the race this this long? They gave it to Sergio Romo on Saturday. He gave up that two-run homer to Aaron Judge. And Romo's been pretty good after a really bad April. So his numbers aren't necessarily there for the whole season, but since April, he's been really, really solid. 
And then Andrew Chafin, he's another really solid lefty. Do you go with AJ Puck, who doesn't have a ton of big league experience, but he has explosive stuff? They, they've got options, is what yeah. I will say. They have options. Do I know which one they should use on a day-to-day basis? No, they should probably start playing matchups a little bit more. And then you got Deekman. He can go 7th, 8th, ninth if you want him to. But he's a little iffy with his command sometimes. He might work his way into some trouble. So you got to get him in the right situation, I think. Um, what's the story with Seth Brown? He's up and down, uh, both in the majors and minors and also at the dish. He's got a lot of power, doesn't get a lot of yeah. other hits, maybe doubles. Um, hits around 220. And yeah, yeah I, he, I, if he's hitting home runs every at bat, then he's great. But if he's not, then he plays good defense. So that's yeah. nice. I just, I just, I just when I open up the page, I was like, oh, yeah, Seth Brown, I forgot about him. <laughs> you know, he has 16 home runs, and that's it. That's basically, I think he has 17 hits for the season and 16 of them been homers. <laughs> um, you know, there are people, and you, when you open up the page, you're like, oh, yeah, Ramon Laureano, where, where? And, yeah. um, but, you know, Marte, I think, has been a, uh, absolute dream since coming over from Miami. Uh, Kemp has done everything you could possibly hope for him to do in that sort of super sub role. Um, you know, and Olsen continues to be a solid bat. You know, Chapman, his glove today notwithstanding. The thing that I think is going to be helpful for the A's is, especially if Bassett comes back. I mean, is Bassett going to be what's his? I mean, obviously, the, we all saw the, the video clip yeah. of what happened. I don't want to, this is, I'm not morbid. I don't want to get into that, but what is his, uh, his status right now? He had surgery a week ago. As you're listening to this on Tuesday in Chicago, he flew back to the Bay area. He made an appearance on Saturday. The A's won that game. He also made an appearance in the A's clubhouse two days after he got hit in Chicago. The A's won that game. I think Chris, Chris Bassett coming back and being in the clubhouse, big boon for the A's. That's, that's what I'm seeing right now. So essentially, um, he's being around. He's Stomper. He's Stomper the mascot. Yeah. He's I mean, they've won three. Three of their last four wins have been because Chris Bassett has been around the team. They lost the other six in between. Um, so that's I mean, kind of where you are with Chris Bassett right now. Um, wh- when is he going to return? Is he going to return? We don't necessarily know yet, but there was a quote that he had in one of the articles that I read. I'll say The Athletic because I like them, um, where he said, they, they they messed up because they they being the doctors because they said that I could be back in two weeks after surgery and is that the actual timeline because we were here in six weeks after he got hit for everything to be healed so is he going to wear like uh, a Rip Hamilton mask to go out and pitch is that allowed um, so we we don't necessarily know what his actual timeline is but you know that he feels good and wants to go but his eyes still not necessarily fully open it's open but not how much it usually is. So you would assume that you want that to his eye to be fully open before he's out there throwing baseballs again. Most scouting reports have a desire to have the eyes open yes. while they pitch. <laughs> um, but even without Bassett, having a rotation of Montas, Manaya, uh, Irvin, uh, Caprillion, and now Blackburn, you would think that would mean you don't go on a long losing streak. By the way, I was at Bassett's complete game victory. That was in May, was it? In May against the Angels, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I was at that game with Dr. Dolph Pfefferbaum. We had a fun time together. That was the first ball game I went to since game one of the division series at Dodger Stadium. Uh, I digress. 
<laughs> so um, the, the game one of the, the 2019 division oh, series okay, okay. Again, against the Washington <laughs> Nationals. So look at the – it's another factor that's going to help the A's as they go – if they can play well against the Detroit Tigers in the upcoming games – uh, there is one other factor that could loom very well for the Oakland A's chances, and that is the Red Sox are going to be playing Tampa Bay. Yes. And the Red Sox are – their bullpen is an absolute mess right now. And they – their offense has been weird. It's been – the only way to describe it, it's been odd. They don't have Kiki Hernandez because of the COVID quarantine with him. Uh, J.D. Martinez, who had a huge home run the other day, got a couple big hits on Sunday, but has been a hit or miss. Now, by the time you're hearing this, I've already played the first game between the two of them, but the Rays are a better team than the Red Sox. And I think the Rays have a lot to play for. They want to keep the Yankees at arm's reach. They want to win the division. They don't want to play a playoff game, a wildcard playoff game. They have uh, images of a repeat pennant dancing in their head right now. And so the notion of any charging coming in from the Red Sox is something they're probably not going to have, which should bode very, very well for the Oakland A's. Thank you very much. So uh, look at, uh, I'm not going to say that these are easy wins for Tampa Bay, but I will, because, you know, the Red Sox are still a talented team, but if you're looking to gain ground, going to play a team like Detroit, who the A's are better than, and the team you're chasing, the Red Sox, are playing a team that are better than them. That is at least the situation you want uh, from a distance as an Oakland A's fan. For sure. And uh, before I get into any of this, I just want to thank the Tampa Bay Rays for winning Monday's game, which has not been played yet, but thank you for doing that. Uh, you're doing God's work. Um, but the Rays are also facing, I believe, the Houston Astros later on in the season, right before they play the A's. So I think Houston goes A's, Tampa Bay Rays, and then A's again to finish out their season. We'll, we'll see if the A's can make enough headway in the division. They've been close, but they've got to beat the Houston Astros. They got six opportunities to do it. We'll see what happens there. But the Red Sox have been kind everybody says that they've been playing over their skis the entirety of the season. Have they caught up enough or is there still some ski left for them to outrun? I don't know. Is that the right analogy? I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 I pretended to understand what the hell you're talking about. It's uh, yeah, part it of works. my job as a host. And, uh, Jason's saying something. He's well, he's talking about skis and we got you know, Jean-Claude Keeley here. So there you go. Yeah, I'm going deep with my skiing references from the 1970s. So, all right. Well, hey, look at uh, – you know, the A's are pursuing the Red Sox right now. Uh, the Red Sox have a better record. I think the A's are a better constructed team than the Red Sox. I think it's going to come down to a really crazy September where, as we've seen all year long, there's been ebbs and flows between winning and losing there's some weeks the Red Sox look like, oh, my God, it's 2004 all over again. Sometimes it looks like they've brought back the chicken wings and beer and video <laughs> games. Sometimes we are we're imagining the best A's run since the Scott Hatterberg home run and Brad Pitt's crying listening to his daughter's 
CD while driving around the docks. And there's sometimes the A's look like a calamity. That's the American League this year. And I don't think it's going to change at all during September. But another thing that certainly is going to change is that Lockdown A's is going to be a terrific podcast hosted by a terrific podcast host who happens to be my guest today. And his name is Jason Burke, host of Locked on A's, as I fix the caption. <laughs> host oh. of Locked on A's, not Locked host A's. of A's. Host of A's. I don't know why. I don't know why it said that. I don't I like know why. It, actually. Locked. Host of A's. Host of A's. So uh, where can people follow you? Uh, I'm on social media by Jason B. You could also do that for the, the Spotify Green Room app. Uh, the show is Locked on A's. Follow us wherever you want to. Uh, we're also on YouTube now. We just started doing episodes last week. So those have been lots of fun. Um, and also Locked on A's on Twitter and Instagram. And yeah, subscribe to the podcast wherever you want to hear it. Yeah, and you can follow us on the free and easy use Odyssey app. Please subscribe to us here on YouTube. And if you're enjoying this, you like some of the baseball conversations or some of my rants, uh, please subscribe and tell some of your friends. And uh, and if you disagree with my rants, tell some of your friends. And uh, if you really agree with me, write a comment. If you really disagree with me, write a comment. Uh, if you want to give me a good review, great. If you want to give me a horrific review, please, please do. I read those as well. In fact, I find those to be hilarious. Uh, hey, Jason Burke, thanks so much for stopping by and dropping in and doing our Tuesday show. This has been Locked On MLB for the final day of August. Starting tomorrow, it's September. That's how calendars work. Ooh, I Gregorian. Know. Yeah. <laughs> this year, we're following August with September. I, I know a guy. We worked it out. This has been Locked On MLB for the 31st day of August 2021. I'm yours, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully. Betting on Major League Baseball doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get podcasts.